Get deeper insights on the news from inside sources. The code is more what you call guidelines than actual rules. <laughs> Captain Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean is starting to sound a lot like the current occupant of the Oval Office and many of his predecessors. Uh, rules for thee, but not for me. And despite President Biden's campaign promise of a return to the rule of law, He's violated uh, several of them, most recently by keeping acting officials without Senate confirmation in their roles longer than the law allows. And this is something we've seen. This is no time for acting leadership, uh, but we continue to see it in administration after administration. And to help us break that down and understand what is the code or what is the guideline and the actual rules, we turn to our inside source, J.D. Tuchilli, contributing editor for Reason.com and a great piece in Reason, uh, talking about that very rule of law and governance. Uh, J.D., uh, welcome to the pirate ship. (laughs) <laughs> we're on our way. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And obviously, our president is already on the pirate ship, but uh, many of his predecessors have gone there before him. Um, the latest information comes courtesy of the Government Accountability Office, which is an internal government watchdog. And uh, they had published uh, on the same day earlier this month uh, notices that uh, five different offices um, in, in the federal government under the executive branch were filled illegally by acting um, office holders. Uh, these are positions that are supposed to be uh, subject to um, Senate confirmation. And uh, the president either hadn't been able to get confirmation or hadn't even bothered to seek it, just had stuck people in these offices to perform the duties well beyond the boundaries of legal permissibility in terms of temporary office holders. So, I mean, as things go, these are people exercising substantial authority illegally uh, without uh, Senate oversight, without having been approved. And it's kind of a big deal, especially for an administration that entered office promising that it represented a uh, return to constitutionality and uh, to respect for the rule of law. Yeah, and it's so interesting. And again, many administrations have done this. If you have a controversial person, you you know, you put them in when the Senate is in recess or it's over the Christmas holiday uh, and you get somebody in there and then they get this awesome title of acting uh, and sometimes that goes on uh, for far too long, as you as you pointed out. There, all of these have guidelines and and uh, deadlines in terms of how long they can function as acting before they actually have to go before the Senate, and there has to to be a vote. Uh, and does there seem to be any any shift in that? I, I just I always say that this is no time for acting leadership. We need real leadership, and especially as you pointed out, JD, that if they're exercising real authority, that impacts real citizens and real lives, uh, they really should be the real deal and voted on by the Senate. Yeah, well, that's absolutely true. I mean, one of these offices was Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which is kind of a big deal. I mean, it's at the center of a lot of attention on the part of the American people, policymakers, lawmakers, the whole bit. Um, No one has actually been approved for the head of ICE since the Obama administration. Um, so they keep on going through these acting administrators. And the fix in this case was kind of interesting. Um, instead of saying, okay, fine, we'll go get approval, um, you know, for, you know, well, at least we'll try to get approval from the Senate for the head of ICE, uh, the Biden administration just, just changed um, his title from um, acting administrator to senior official exercising the authority of. And um, that's kind of outside the purview of, of the government accountability office. They said, OK, that's OK. 
So I guess it turns out that you can just stick someone in there to exercise authority so long as you don't use the magic acting administrator title, uh. which would seem to be a legal oversight. But it's also really overtly sidestepping the law. It's just kind of a, a you know a squint and a raised middle finger to legality in the case of filling these uh, these offices the way they're supposed to be filled. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Yeah, and that's and that is the thing. We have these offices for a reason. We have this structure for a reason. Uh, and yes, I think the Senate, regardless of uh, who's in power or in control, as the majority, uh, have got to move faster on these uh, so that they can be done. Uh, but I also think that restraint matters too. And uh, I I have to quote you to yourself, JD, because the line was just too good. Uh, because if this trend continues. Uh, you're going to start seeing these very long titles uh, on uh, cable news whenever you have these people on because it is going to say, you know, John Doe or Jane Smith, senior official exercising duties that require Senate confirmation, but to heck with that uh, person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, I'll, and yes, I mean, we've seen the presidency accumulate power. We've discussed it before how it's becoming kind of an elective monarchy, uh, ruling by executive uh, orders, ruling by decrees and memos, ruling by whim in a lot of cases. Um, Some of this stuff sidesteps legality because no one ever conceived of the presidency doing this, so there's nothing specifically addressing it. Other stuff is in in clear violation of the law, um, such as, uh, I mean, uh, trying to you know, erase um, you know, liability for student loans or trying to issue a moratoria on private property owners evicting people who don't pay their rent from their, from their property. Um, you, you just can't do that. And the courts come in and, and point that out. But uh, in some cases, I mean, uh, in, in terms of the, the eviction moratoria, President Biden flat out came out and said that he had been told that it wasn't constitutional, but that he'd do it anyway. He thought it was worth trying because by the time the courts got around to it, some people would have benefited, yeah. which is, I think, a step in an even more dangerous direction where you're not even pretending that it's legal. You're saying that it doesn't matter that it's illegal, but the, the courts will take the time getting it. Yeah, and you'll get your way in the meantime. Yeah. Um, and I want to emphasize something you said before, which is that Biden is not an exception in this case. The exception right. is that he said it was going to be a return to the rule of law and to constitutional and that turned out to be nonsense. Well, okay, a politician lied. Big surprise. But we've seen growing accumulation of power and illegality on the part of the presidency and on the government in general. Uh, We've seen this accumulating for generations, sometimes because it's just hard to do stuff through Congress, sometimes because government isn't supposed to do the things that these politicians want to do, that there are limits on their power, and they chafe at those limits. Um, But as it normalizes, acting around the Constitution and acting around the law, presidency really does become kind of elective monarchy position where they still are subject to elections, but they kind of do what they want to in between them. And I don't think that is going to be that 
uh, bodes well for the future of the U.S. as a functioning democracy and certainly not as a free country. Yeah, absolutely. And and so important. And I think, too, even within those agencies, because there are a lot of good people in those agencies, sometimes they take the brunt of everything. And, but if you have someone who's in an acting capacity, you know, it's sort of like being the, the acting head coach. You know they're not going to be around for that long or the, the substitute teacher. Uh, and it's hard to build the culture and the disciplines. And that's what we really have to count on in these agencies uh, in the executive branch is the discipline of restraint. And if you have someone who's just acting, yeah. who might be there a little while, uh, that seems like a tough thing. And as, as you pointed out, J.D., that uh, that does not bode well uh, for our constitutional republic. It doesn't. I mean, should we even obey this person's you know, dictates when we don't know if they even belong in this office? And what they do might not stand, because if they're not supposed to be holding that office, it can, it can be relatively easy to challenge their actions in courts and undo um, months or even years of their work in the case of offices that have not been legally filled for five, six, eight years at a time. Yeah, uncertainty is not helpful at all. J.D. Tuchilli, always appreciate your perspective. Great insight. Uh, J.D., of course, is the contributing editor for Reason.com. Great piece there at Reason.com. You should check that out today. J.D., thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Uh, this is so important. The, these executive branch agencies, again, they're the heads of these, most of them are supposed to be approved, voted on by the Senate, and that gives them the power to do the job in that agency. But either because it's hard politically and they don't want to have that battle, uh, or they just want to thumb their nose at Congress and say, we'll just put this person in as acting leader, uh, that undermines the credibility. It creates uncertainty and it creates all kinds of court challenges to anything that they do. Uh, and as J.D. pointed out, that's not good for the constitutional republic. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.